Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for downloading episode 138 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. You know, your old friend Hal here is feeling a little under the weather. And what would make him feel a lot better uh, are two things. You can you can do one or both, preferably both. Number one is leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. So many of you have rated us. We have almost 500 people who have rated the show. We've remained a five-star show, which just floors me. But the reviews are what really help other people find the show. Let people know what you like about it. Why is this a show that you listen to? If it's something they can't miss, tell us that. Uh, if there's a favorite episode, you can write about that. doesn't need to be super long, but tell other people why they should be listening to the show. And the more reviews that we get, the more likely it is that we'll have merch for those people who are asking why we don't have t-shirts uh, or things like that. That's how you get it. Also, Sunday, November 5th, double bill. We got this live with our special guest, Lil Janet Varney, plus Can I Pet Your Dog live at the Moroccan Lounge, downtown L.A., Show starts at 7, we're done at 9.30, so you have plenty of time to get home and get to sleep for work the next day, and it is going to be so much fun. This is our first live show ever in Los Angeles. We are so proud to be doing this in our adopted home city. Come check it out. Uh, you can go to our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash we got this podcast if you want to get tickets. Or you can go to hallublin.com forward slash live. I've got it listed there again. Uh, the tickets are $15 if you buy them in advance. Or you can get them at the door, but they're $20 then. So if you're frugal, got a deal for you. $5 off your tickets if you get them online right now. But before you do any of that, why don't you enjoy episode 138 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity... One issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best Game Show. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. This is too kind. You're too kind. It's too kind. I can't, like, entirely this too kind. This is too much. I can't believe it. Oh, wow. The roof is going insane. Wow, you guys, we don't want to literally tear the roof off the building. No. Thank you for joining us live at New York Comic Con 2017. Yeah. Give it up for Comic Con. Uh, welcome to We Got This Live with Mark and Hal. Uh, we're, we have an excellent show today. We are settling a very important debate. Yes. A very important topic, and we have a very, very serious expert on the subject with us today. Should we, should we do the topic first or the guest first? Let's do the topic first. All right. Tell everybody the topic. I'll tell them who suggested it. Okay. Well, if you listened to the beginning of this show, you probably heard Hal already say what the topic is, but yes. for our live people right here in the room, tonight's topic is best game show of all time. What is the greatest game show in television history? Strictly television. And we have a game show expert joining us here tonight because he 
He is a part of a very, very cool uh, game show on yes. uh, the, on National Public Radio. He is not only uh, does he do music for a, a, a wonderful game show mm-hmm. himself, uh, he is the master of the Joko Cruise. That's right. And his latest album, Solid State, is available right now. And it's fantastic. Your phones. It's fantastic. Mr. Jonathan Colton. <laughs> Hello, sir. Hi, fellas. So, Hello. let's get started right away. Yes. Uh, why don't you give us your bona fides with, uh, with your program, Ask Me Another, on National Public Radio? Well, my program is called Ask Me Another. It's on National Public Radio. Thanks for watching and listening to the show, everybody. Uh, it, a lot of the time, we get confused with Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. That is a different show. Right, you guys are better with Peter Sagal. I'm I'm not here to decide which game show is better. But no, you can yes, tell I us. am. I am actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, uh, ask me another. Is a is a, a quiz show. It's kind of a pub quiz, uh, but uh, on public radio that we do live uh, at a at a place uh, called the Bell House in Brooklyn, New York. We have. Uh, uh, the Bell House could, team. Yeah. Here. Has anybody been to that show? Or? Oh wow, a lot of you. Fantastic. Uh, so, what am I talking to you for? You Tell already the know other, about There are people show. here that haven't been. No, I don't want to talk to those people. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it is, it's kind of like a pub quiz. We have, uh, we have contestants. Uh, we have a, a special guest, a famous person who gets interviewed. We, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm, uh, the, the host is a woman named Ophira Eisenberg, who's very uh, funny. And uh, I am there to provide some color commentary, some sort of hosting support. And I also I do... Mm-hmm. Generally, once a show, I do a game that is a music-based game where the, the clues come in the form of song. And it is a fantastic show. That oh, thank you. I will, I'll say I listened to the show. The first time I heard the show, I already knew you. And I heard the show, and I was like, this show is fantastic. And that voice sounds familiar. <laughs> because I came in a few minutes after the top of the show. Right. And uh, and then at the end they're like, and we, of course we got to thank Jonathan Colton. I was like, of course that oh, was that Jonathan guy. Colton. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a very it's a very fun show. We have a good time. Are you were you before you started working on that show? Were you a fan of game shows in general? Yeah, I mean, I I you know I as as I've been thinking about uh, this show here today and getting ready, I've been thinking about my connection to game shows, and I'm realizing that. Almost all of the time I spent watching game shows was when I was a, a kid uh, at home, and so like I, I feel like I know I know uh, '70s and early '80s game shows right very well. Sure. So Tic Tac Doe is going to win. Tic Tac Doe. It had an animation, a computer animation of a dragon. It, that dragon yeah. was amazing. Computer animation is generous. <laughs> well, it looked like an 8-bit Nintendo it was an dragon that yeah. appeared every once in a while. It was the same dragon that was an adventure, the Atari game. That's, yeah. that's probably true. <laughs> there was only one dragon in the world of, uh, of computers, and they just used it. It was like clip art. They used it wherever. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I have very fond memories of, uh, the, the time in my life where I had vast swaths of time such that I could waste it watching game shows. I don't feel that way anymore. I have many jobs and, uh, some children. Do you so I don't have, get do to do anything I want each? to do anymore. No, I don't know. I don't know. Some jobs, some, some children. Some jobs, some children. <laughs> sure. <laughs> they keep me pretty busy. So I haven't, I feel like, I feel like I have given short shrift to the modern game show of mm-hmm. today. And and really, because I am a child of the '70s, um, I'm 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 really connected to those shows and the aesthetic of those shows in a way that I'm not uh, with the modern game show. Sure. 
You you prefer a very long, spindly microphone that's held almost at floor <laughs> level to get. That's right. You yeah. hold it down at your knees, and it yeah. goes up very long and thin. And there's a little tiny bulb at the top. That's yeah. the kind of microphone I like on a game show. Does sure. does uh, is Drew Carey keeping that alive? I don't know. Does he? Does Drew Carey use the long, skinny microphone? Yes, he does because it was Gene Rayburn originally had it in uh, Match Game in the '70s, and then all through uh, Price is Right, Bob Barker had the long, skinny microphone. I'm so sorry that all we have today are regular cordless uh, handheld. I know. I wish we had gotten those microphones. That would have been long, skinny ones. That would have been really cool. Yeah. Does Does anyone have that stick that a, a, a Pride Parade flag comes on? We'll just like tape one to a <laughs> microphone. And... <laughs> By the way, that's my the first thing that pops into my head is like a stick about a foot and a half long. The one you get when you get a Pride Parade <laughs> like flag. Like a Pride Parade flag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, New York City is great, and that is where I always got that stick. <laughs> Um, Hal, you had some game show experience as well. Yes. I, I, first of all, I all, similar to you, Jonathan, I grew up watching game shows. I still enjoy watching them from time to time now, although, like you, I'm not as current, not because of children, but because of general work and, and busyness. Yeah, being uh, an adult. Yeah. It's yeah. pronounced business. <laughs> Bid- business? 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 Business. Sure. Because of my business. Uh, but <laughs> I... <laughs> I have, a, too much, I have too much beesnatch <laughs> to watch as many game shows as I used to. I've been in the crowd for a game show, I've been a contestant on a game show, and I've been a producer on a game show. Wow. So I have experience all around. I was in the uh, audience for Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? They, the, one of the producers had, was a, an, an alumnus or alumna of my school, Abington Friends, in Jenkintown, Pennsylvania. So they came back and said, we'll audition kids from the eighth grade class to be on Where in the World is Carmen San Diego. So we all took a test that I failed horribly. I did not, I Do you no, remember what the test was like? It was geography. It oh, was like, no. Hey, where's France? And I have no sense of direction. <laughs> I'm not looking for countries. I'm looking for a criminal. <laughs> exactly. Give me clues. I'm real good at the video game. All I need are 900 yeah. clues. And I can I'll tell know. you where Mylar Nagahide is, but yeah. I don't know. Uh, so I was in the audience for that and then watched a series of my classmates uh, failing miserably oh. to win. Because at the very end of that game, I, I don't know if you've seen it, but at the very end, you're on a, the floor is a giant map of the world. And they're like, uh, uh, Carmen San Diego is in Kamchatka. And they would carry around these giant... Uh, siren lampposts and try and drop it on the right city and if they dropped it in the right place the siren would go off. It was very odd and frenetic and makes less sense the more I talk about it. <laughs> yeah. And if you drop it on the wrong city, a spike shoots up from the ground on the city you're standing on. That's right. Yeah. And you are impaled Vlad the Impaler you have style. To, you have yeah. to stay in the city as long as the spike stays yeah. in your body. <laughs> I lost three classmates that day. It's terrible. Isn't that what's on the sign when you enter Amsterdam? You have to stay on the city for as long <laughs> as the, the spike, spike stays, stays in your, your body. body. That's right. <laughs> I feel like the part of the, as you're describing these kids running around and, and <laughs> they're supposed to go to France and instead they put the thing on, uh, you know, South Africa because yeah. they don't know. I feel like part of the component of a game show that makes me very nervous, especially a quiz show, and this is ironic because I work on a quiz show, is the humiliation I feel uh, for myself getting a thing wrong or just vicariously watching somebody get something wrong. And I will tell you, we used to start our show with uh, Ophira, the host, asking me actual trivia questions that I did not know the answer to. It was a cold open. 
And it was excruciating <laughs> because every show would start with me failing, with me not knowing the answer to a question that I should have known the answer to. But yeah, were so, you not providing the, the, the ability and the permission to fail to the people coming after you? <sighs> in that? I, can't, I can't bear that burden, man. That's too much. <laughs> So I think about those kids running around and, and like how humiliating, how humiliating it is to be like, you idiot, that's New Jersey, that's not France. And here's the other, not only are kids bad at geography, some of them aren't great at running. Yeah. So that's two <laughs> levels of humiliation that you can have. So that right. made me glad. That's right. Because I walked from the safety of the bleachers away from the lights of, of the show. I was like, well, I couldn't have done that. I'm really glad I didn't get it. Even though, even though I had that actor thing of like, I should be on camera. I should be on the map. Did one of your classmates win or, or no? No, they made it to the end, which is where they have to go to the map, and then they lost. It was hard. Lost. I think you had to get like 10 in... 60 seconds. I don't know where 10 places are. Yeah, nobody knows where 10 places are. I have to use ways to get to my house. (laughs) And I know where it is. I even know sometimes where I'm leaving from, how to get there. I still put on the maps because I'm not sure. Yeah. Because it may have changed, like they may have moved the roads around. Yeah, who knows? You never know. You never know. Ways, I'll tell you who knows. Ways knows. Ways knows. Ways always Um, knows. Now, what do you think uh, makes a good game show? Uh, I think. I look for a couple of things with a game show. I think I feel like what you what you really need most of all is a good host. If you don't have a good host, it's not going to fly. I don't care how cool the concept is because mm-hmm. just from my own personal experience working with contestants, everybody is so um nervous up there and you get like 30% dumber once once you know that people are watching you because you you panic. Yeah. Um and uh, and if it were just straight trivia, it would actually be a very boring show. Right. For me, the, the most fun stuff that happens is the little rivalries that pop up between contestants and the sort of running gags that develop and the hilarious wrong answers that you need to handle in a way that's like, oh, let's address the fact that this is a joke but not make you feel like a complete idiot because you said something stupid. Right. Um, but that is the thing, that, is the thing that, that for me is very exciting about uh, a game show is the is the personality of the host coming coming through. I think that's very important. Who do you think, <laughs> looking at the game shows that you know, who do you think were the most successful at that job, and who do you think were the le- was the least successful at that job? Uh, I think immediately of Gene Rayburn. Oh yeah, who Gene Rayburn from uh, Match Game seventy three through seventy nine. And then three more seasons where they didn't say what year it was. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. I don't know why they started. They said the year. It would seem yeah. important. Yeah, it's not important. No, because you know what year it is. Yeah, presumably. you can tell what year it is by how big Richard Dawson's sideburns are. <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. But that show, you know, that show was mostly about telling jokes. And the right. fact that you had Gene there to facilitate those jokes and tell his own jokes made it, mm-hmm. made it a great show. Um, who, was a, who was a terrible... You know who's great? Pat Sajak is a fantastic yes. host. Pat Sajak's a very good game show host. He is, and that and he's a really funny, really funny guy. And I feel like Wheel of Fortune is not the most interesting game show. No, you're watching three people play Hangman. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a fantastic concept. 
Uh, and so you really need a person like Pat Sajak to pull that to pull that show through. Who's a who's a bad game show host? I can't think. Well, I, just one more thing about Pat Sajak. Oh, sure. He really is good at towing that line. Sometimes you get the sense that he just doesn't want to be there anymore. No, that's what I love about him. But He's for, like, this show is so dumb. For a moment, <laughs> he stays in it though. Yeah, I know. Because yeah. he realizes when the paycheck comes. Yeah. <laughs> and he sees all those zeros on the end He'll before be happy. the dot. He's, That's right. he's very happy. Who's a really bad game show host? <laughs> That's uh, a terrible question. I, realize. I think there are a lot of Ben Stein. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you? I was supposed to go. So I went to. I was. Uh, I took the test to go on win Ben Stein's money. And uh, and they. I went in and we're, we're sitting in the holding room. And they come out to us and they say, all right, here's the deal. There are four of you here. There are only spots for three people. So one is going to be the alternate for the show. We have to have an alternate backstage. It's like a rule. So we bring four people in and then we draw a name out of a hat. And um, that is going to be who the alternate is. And unfortunately, I was selected to be the alternate, which was which was not fun. So I did not get to go on Win Ben Stein's money. And then years later, I was working on a show called Street Smarts. I was yeah. working in the yeah Street Smarts <laughs> on at one in the morning for the stoners. Um, I was working on Street Smarts, and uh, we had to do the same thing. And it, it was my first day on the job, and I was like, okay, so they they're like, so we have four people. Um, but there's only three that are actually going to be on the show. We have to have one be the alternate. Um, just pick the most boring person to be the alternate and tell them that you drew a name out of a oh, hat. No. Yeah. Oh, so no. So I was like, oh, well, wait a minute. Was I the most... When I like walked in the door They're at like, Win Ben Stein's Money, they looked at me and they went, oh, that guy's the boring one. And I'm like, Ben Stein is the boring yeah, one. That's but, right. But you also, you know that... Game shows are looking for people with intense energy. Yeah. Like, I, I auditioned for a show called um, The World Series of Pop Culture, which was on VH1. Where Big the, hit. Everybody's I heard. don't remember that show. You had three-person teams competing, and the, the, you were in, like, a tournament. And you would the, the winning team got a quarter of a million dollars. Oh, my God. Jeez. And I went in with two friends of mine. That's a lot of money a for a show we've money. never heard of. <laughs> I went in uh, with my two friends, Amy Seely and Stephen C. James. And between the three of us, we had... Every like corner of pop culture was covered. Yes, yeah. we, we scored I think the highest on their aptitude test. But then when they do your on-camera interview segment after, they at they, they're like we had some time to think about it. We were like, let's just be, let's not. There are people here in costumes and they're all being over the top. Let's just be cool about it. Yeah, right. Guess That's what, good television. Yeah, That's what people guess, want. It's people who are cool and sort yeah, of over exactly. it. Exactly. So, needless to say, we did not go on that show. Oh, that's yeah. terrible. The Jeopardy contestants you remember are the crazy ones. <laughs> or the really good ones. Do you guys remember? There was a... Are you guys... You, don't, you haven't watched a lot of these in, of late. There's a show called Jeopardy out. Uh, yeah, I've heard of that one. I've heard of that one. Uh, I just remember there was a guy who was on the show for so long uh, that... And, and he, was, he was really trying at Charisma. Like he was really angling for charisma, and he would—they would do that shot at the beginning of him, and he would have this smile that was just like. <laughs> like they told him to smile. They got him like a media coach in yeah, between right. episodes. Yeah. And I—the I, yeah. other thing I remember from that guy was, oh, clearly he did not expect to win for as many episodes as he did, because one day he was on there in a 
in a brand new button down shirt <laughs> that had the like creases the from it being <laughs> yeah. just taken out Still of the package. Still had some pins in it. Yeah. yeah. He was like, guys, I did not expect to be this good at this game. <laughs> I have run out of nice television clothes. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I know that he got a pin stuck in his neck at some point yeah. while doing that. Yeah. That wasn't Ken Jennings, though. No, no, it wasn't Ken no. Jennings. Ken Jennings is made of charisma. Oh, he is fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. If you don't follow Ken Jennings on Twitter, follow Ken Jennings on Twitter. Funny. He is hilarious. Uh, should we start diving into some of these uh, into some of these games? Yeah. All right. So let's take a look. Now we are somewhat cheating on this episode. In that we have uh, we've gotten a little bit of help from outside. Um, our, we have, we have our, our wonderful researcher for the show, uh, Kate McManus. Yes. Uh, was out of town. But we have a guest researcher for the show. Uh, Craig Shemin has put together a wonderful, uh, a wonderful package for us that I am bringing up right now. And this will just take a second. Yep. So we have, we've looked at a lot of game shows. There are 10 game shows that are commonly deemed the top 10. Um, that we are using this list of the top 10 game shows of all time. But we also have a list of 50 other game shows that are also great. And this, uh, this list of 50 other game shows, as I was looking through it, some of them are like, Oh man, I yeah. love that show. Yeah. What, what, what game shows do you guys love that you know are not going to win? Just so that they can get there frequently on this show. Uh, we throw out our honorable mentions of things that we enjoy, but we know are not going to be the ultimate winner. Of I, the I, for some reason, have very fond memories of watching Card Sharks. <laughs> card Sharks is we just put up a big card and you tell me if it's higher or <laughs> the next you, one is higher or lower. You tell me the next one is higher or lower and you flip it over. And if you're right, you get to keep going. <laughs> I think that's the whole game. That's yeah. the entire It's a really game. dumb, it's a really dumb game. But I remember just watching it. I mean, I guess I was young enough that it was like, oh, I get this. Right. I, yeah. I know what's happening. And like, oh, I'm starting to formulate a strategy for how to figure out <laughs> what the chances are that the next card is going to be higher if it's or lower. real high, the next one. <laughs> Maybe the ne- next one probably, probably going to be, be lower. lower. And so it would be a jack and somebody would say higher and I'd be like, oh, you idiot. <laughs> you say lower when it's a jack. Yeah, I feel like that was one of those game shows. Card Sharks was one of those game shows where we're like, what is the easiest thing you can do with a deck of cards? Yeah. Now we just make the cards three feet tall each. That's the gimmick. Put them up on a neon wall yeah. and have a lady in a nice dress flip them over. That's right. I also remember very fondly <laughs> that they started every episode with a little poem. Do you remember this? <laughs> what? I vaguely there was a little. They started every episode with a little poem that I think people would send in these poems. <laughs> so it would be like, it was always the same format. It was like, ace is high, Twos are low. Guess the cards and win the dough on <laughs> card sharks. <laughs> and there were you could do that. There are a million such poems. And so it was. It was like <laughs> it was every episode. How are they possibly going to do another four-line poem <laughs> about cards being high or low? But they did it. They always managed to do it. This country's full of Shakespeare. It was very reassuring. I just imagine somebody with a quill by candlelight <laughs> on a scroll. <laughs> Aces are high. <laughs> Threes are low. This is wrong! <laughs> I've already said low. I said twos were low. I can't oh say threes goodness. are low. 
Kings are highish, sevens are middling. <laughs> Choose an answer. Stop your fiddling. <laughs> On car charts. John and Colton is also a world class songwriter, and that is a fact. That's, you wouldn't know it from my car charts poems. <laughs> Hal, did you have any on the list here that popped I, out to you? I have so many. Uh, there's one that did not make this list at all, which is Legends of the Hidden Temple, which I... Whoa. Legends of the Hidden which... Temple, a frequent Comic-Con <laughs> cosplay that I have seen. Yeah. Yeah. I, a good I, group costume. I mention it not because I think it should win, but because I knew that people would applaud and I, I need validation yeah. Yeah. constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's like a stand-up comic going. So I just had a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Finally, I just got married. Woo! Yeah. Uh, and that was in the the '90s era of let's have shows where kids have to run and go through things. More kids so, running. Yeah. It was so like, cruel. What if Pitfall was with kids, but through a temple? Yeah. And also, you win. Sort of like, like Double Dare was a better. Was it a Nickelodeon? Uh, I think joint? so. I think Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon had a crazy great yeah. run of yeah. of shows. Double Dare is on this list that is not in the top ten, but Double Dare was one of my all time favorites. Just to watch dads run through an earful of peanut butter, <laughs> like it's earwax. Is, the, is that the one where you get slimed? Double Dare. Uh, there was slime on Double Dare. There was. It was about grabbing that flag. There was yeah. always the big oh, obstacle right. course at the end. And you had to make it all the way through the obstacle course to get to the flag. There were some other... Um, it was... Well, they had physical challenges in between. So there would be questions. Would, yeah. And it would be like... Uh, this, I know my memory is off on this, but it would be really like gross. Like, go spit in your mother's mouth for ten minutes. <laughs> That's your physical challenge. <laughs> You're not wrong, though, because it was like... Spit this ping pong ball into that, and it was yeah. just eventually spinning on your parents. So you go under the bucket, and the bucket pours water in the cup on your head, and then you put that cup in grandma's cup that's on her head. Right. Yeah. And when the red line is filled, you'll wish the show was over. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now wear these thumb screws. <laughs> yeah. Put on this prom dress. <laughs> Stand up there. We're going to dump a bucket of pig's blood on your head. And you're going to get so upset that you lock the doors and set the place on fire. Uh, the host of that show, the best thing about that show, I thought, was the host, Mark Summers. He was great. Who is a wonderful host. And, yeah, give it up for Mark Summers, right? Yeah. Mark Summers, total neat freak, like, uh, could not handle messes. No, like, like Howie Mandel level. And, uh... And did this game show, like, good for him for being like, be like, Mark, you got a job. What is it? Ah, kids are going to get real messy around you. <laughs> oh, okay. And they couldn't clean the floors enough that it, it, there was constantly a smell. Because they would use, like, whipped cream mm -hmm. and, and dairy products. Yeah. Gak. It was the show that sour. invented Nickelodeon Gak. Yes. Which was whipped cream and... Yeah, the whole like, thing was just a giant Petri dish yeah. with cameras in it. Yeah. It was uh, Double Dare brought to you by Hepatitis. Yeah. <laughs> so I, that, that's what I would put up. I, there was another... While you're looking, there was another Nickelodeon show that I loved. Do you guys remember? Um, it was called Finders Keepers. Yes. Finders Keepers was ridiculous. It was... It was like when you go see a play and they've built a two-level house and they've ripped the front off the house. You know, you, yeah. you, it's like a sure. thing that gets used in theater a lot. It was one of those. And it was like, there's something hidden in this house. 
30 seconds, go. And, they're, and you just tear yeah, the house apart? Run in and tear the house apart. <laughs> but it was multi-level, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it? multi-level house. I had the home game edition of this. How does that work? Here's how the home game edition worked. It was the dumbest. It was, uh, it was all these little boxes that looked like the rooms, little cardboard boxes that looked like they would have drawn on one side, like an Animal Crackers box drawn on one side was a picture of the room. And then they were like, hey, open up the box and fill it with stuff from your house. And then you would have to dig through your own crap that you had put in the boxes for a thing that you had hidden in this box of... That is so stupid. It was the dumbest... There There were so many great, like, board game versions... That was always the consolation prize. Yeah, that's right. The board yeah. game version. The home, the the home, home game. game version, yeah. I, I was a contestant on Taboo, which was a game show version of the board game Taboo. I don't, don't recall the show. <laughs> Nobody does. <laughs> but I got a version of Taboo for playing on it that was no different. I already had was it. it. Yeah. Everybody had Taboo at some point in, in their home. <laughs> was yeah. the home game version of the Taboo game show... It wasn't any different from... It was just taboo. No. Well, the box said taboo, but the game show. But the, as seen on TV, yeah. as based on the game. Exactly. Yeah, I got... <laughs> I got the version of taboo, and I got a watch where the face was the taboo logo. Clearly, like, n- not very expensive at all. <laughs> this was not like an Omega watch. Hey, no. Now, can no. I tell you something that you don't know? I also went on that game show, and I still have that watch. What? You did? You guys have both been on Taboo the Game Show? We both went on Taboo the Game Show. So, wait, you were on it. I was on it. Hosted by Chris Wilde. Annie was on it as well, wasn't she? Yeah. All of the Thrilling Adventure Hour cast. Everybody was on it. Went on Taboo. Well, how... Did you know each other then, or this is just a coincidence? No, we're arch enemies. Just... Yeah. (laughs) That was what brought us together. Just everybody in Los Angeles was... It's like the, uh... It's like the, uh... Law and Order of, uh... (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah. If you live in LA and you're an actor, you went on Taboo the Game yeah. Show. Danny Burstein was on Taboo the Game Show like nine times, playing <laughs> lawyers and cops, and, and so they, yeah, they wanted improvisers who could come up with a bunch of dumb stuff quickly, which almost backfired on them when they had our friend Eric Edelstein on, and I think that the the answer was like boobs. Uh huh. Because it was a classy game show. What they tell you is, keep talking. If you're giving, you don't, they don't want dead air. And I think for 60 seconds, he ripped off a series of other terms for boobs, all of which were safe to say on television, <laughs> that astounded them. <laughs> and for all we know, may have led to the cancellation of that, that show. That probably yeah. the show canceled. Yeah, there are the seven words you can't say on television, but here's 35 that you didn't know you could. Right. And you probably shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Did you compete for two days in, in Florida? That was the grand prize. It was two, two days, days in Florida? In, two days in Florida. <laughs> that was the grand prize? Yeah. And just like, not just, they just drop you off in the panhandle. <laughs> With with a yeah. string and a magnet. You've Sick. won two glorious days in suburban Tallahassee. <laughs> Second prize is two weeks in Florida. <laughs> um, I would just like to, before we get to our top ten game shows that we really need to dig into, uh, there's some great game shows on this list. I'm just going to read 
Not some great game shows, not some terrible game shows, some ridiculous game show names. Some of the ridiculous game show names. Don Adams' Screen Test. Do you know what the premise of that game show was? I do not. What Hold was on. It? I don't do know. You know, this? know it? I don't. Craig Shemin's here. Craig, will you come up here very quickly? Let's have this a round of applause This is Craig Shemin who made this list. So um, Don Adams' Screen Test was hosted by Don Adams, and basically they would pair a regular contestant person with a celebrity, and they would act out a scene from a movie. And That's kind of awesome. Yeah, and they would do like two or three of them, and the winning person would get an actual part in a film. Like the best actor of the bunch? Yeah, well, the best of that, that Sure, show, of that yeah. trio. So they would reenact scenes from different Universal movies, because I think it was a Universal picture. And, and that's pretty much it. And, and Don Adams was in the 70s, so he had the sort of the curly fro and the mustache. And There you was, go. That's about it. Craig Shannon, ladies and gentlemen. Um, some more ridiculous names. People are funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's no, true you're right. Are. You don't say. <laughs> Uh, these are some. Oh man! Can we talk about the magnificent marble machine very quickly? What's the magnificent marble? I don't know machine? that one at all. This is a giant pinball <laughs> machine that celebrities would play. I think it, there was a celebrity stationed at each flipper, and then they would. That's literally it. It's just every once in a while a celebrity goes, pushes a flipper. Yeah. I'll I'll be honest. I was sent a YouTube. You can find it. You can find one episode with Florence Henderson and Joel Gray. I think are the two celebrities. Yeah, these are yeah. the people who used to be celebrities. The in those people days. who were so cele- the- a, a lovely-looking Florence Henderson sure, in sure. her prime, and I got I got through the opening credits and the introduction of the two of them, and then I turned it off and said, "This can't get any better." <laughs> I reached the apex of this episode of television right away. I, I feel like I would like to watch Flor- Florence Henderson push a flipper for thirty minutes. Yeah. yeah, of course you would. Yeah. I would like to watch Florence Henderson push flipper for half an hour. <laughs> it's a very different show. Very different show. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into these. Let's get into these top uh, top games. So here are our top ten games, and we are going to do this by category. This will just to give us some sort of structure to it. We're going to do this by category. We're going to pick a winner from each category, and then we're going to pick pit the winners against one another. People who've listened to our show before know this is frequently a method that we employ to when we have a uh, what is the best fill in the blank episode. Right. So the uh, we're going to start with uh, I'll give you the top ten as of on this list. Okay. The top ten, in no particular order. What's my line? Password, Hollywood Squares. Who wants to be a millionaire? Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, The Newlywed Game, Family Feud, Match Game, and The Price is Right. Mm. Would we agree that that is a good top ten? That's a pretty good place to start. I don't have a quibble with any of those. All right. Now, now, uh, there may be some that that sneak in there. There may be some some spoilers that sneak in and and see what happens. So let's start with with word games. Uh, we've got, and they, I don't think either of these were in that. No, one of them was in the top ten. Uh, word games, uh, games like Pyramid and Password. Right. Password's in that top ten, I believe. Uh, Pyramid, Pyramid is, not, is not. Pyramid is not in the top ten, but Pyramid, do you guys know the, uh, I believe it began as the $25,000 Pyramid? That's right. Then yep. it became the $64,000 Pyramid. Mm-hmm. Then it became the $100,000 Pyramid. All squares. Yes. A pyramid made of squares. Yeah. It's very strange for a pyramid yeah. show. 
Look, man, if you go to Egypt, it's all tiny I, squares. I feel like I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know if I f- agree that uh, Password is a better show than Pyramid. Pyramid is feels I, like a real classic. I feel like I know more about Pyramid. I've seen more episodes of Pyramid. It's more visually arresting. Mm-hmm. We may have our first password, upset password is the Password is the one where you they give you the password, and there's two teams of two people. Yes. You know what? Okay, so if we could describe Password... Yeah. It's round the three of celebrity. has a word, yeah. and it's round three of celebrity. Yeah. And then they have to get the other person answered. It's, it's almost like... What's that board game called, Hal? Hmm. Uh, where you try to get people to say a, a word... word. Taboo? Yeah, yeah, taboo. That's what it is. Uh, yeah, it's not a very, it's not, it's not very compelling. I, it's a, I remember the, I remember the vibe of that show was very, was very hushed and tense. Hosted by Dick Clark. I know at one point there were probably that's Pyramid. I know. Oh, you're talking. We're, we're going yeah, we're talking about password. So, yes, right. Because password is the password. A, you're password, password is the one word thing. Right. Yes, and you, your team, you, when you're giving the clue, you can only say one word. I'm not right. going to lie; my brain had already given the wind to pyramid, and I had moved on. <laughs> okay, great. Um, but, I don't have to convince but you. Let's then. talk about password. I think the reason it felt hushed was that great announcer voice that would tell you what the password. The password was. is yeah. boobs. <laughs> I don't think they did that in the '70s. Yeah. Yeah. Because also the word would show up at the bottom of your screen. Yeah. Right. Boobs. <laughs> but it also, that, that's, it, it's very, as you pointed out, it's very slow going. Because whatever the word is, it's just, the, so that we know the password, and then whoever the clue giver is just goes, corn. <laughs> yeah, right. And then there's a long pause. Long pause after corn. And somebody says, uh, Cobb? Eh, eh, eh. It's the opposite of not wanting to have dead air. Yeah, it's a lot of dead air. It was the dead air show. Meanwhile, Pyramid, the vibe of Pyramid is just talking, 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 keep talking, keep talking. Yes. And you're running out of time and you have to keep talking. Yeah, I have to get Betty White to say all of these, or I have to get Betty White to pick (laughs) these categories. That's right. And that one was, it was the category that you were, you would name a list of things. Well, there were two rounds. So you would play that was somewhat similar to Password where you try to get someone to Mm -hmm. say a word without without mentioning that word. Right. Then then you would get to go play the pyramid, which would have like things that are sticky. Things you would find in your glove box. Oh, that's things right. Things that are sticky. Things I would find in my glove box. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Those actually could work together just fine. Um, Look you guys, I'm super into loose mints. <laughs> loose half eaten mints. But I think uh, they- loose mints. Uh, severed hand. Uh, a loaded gun. Uh, the sticky things in my glove box. That's right. Sir, why is this loaded gun sticky? Um, all right, and it was it was more visually arresting. Like, does Pyramid beat Password? I yes. think so. I feel like it does. Yeah. yeah, there was a syndicated version of Scrabble that was a word game that sucked because I love playing Scrabble. Yeah. I did not enjoy watching that game except. They had, they would pick out tiles and put them in a slot. That was mm-hmm. exciting. That was very the exciting. The technology was very exciting. Yes. Yeah. I do remember that. that yeah. That, I think that's part of what we love about game shows. Not only is there the idea that we can win a lot of money, but there are toys. There are tactile yeah. things who, who in the room. Who didn't want to roll the giant dice in high rollers or mm-hmm. play oh, yeah. with the giant cards? Well, the cards visceral nature. Up the Plinko stairs and drop that disc yeah. down and hear yeah. the, Or just the sound on Family Feud, the sound of the bell and that thing flipping over. Oh, yeah. yes. Very Heaven. satisfying. Yeah. Are there uh, any other word games on there, that list? There, that in be? this list, there are no other word games that made the that got close to the top. 
Um, but there are games that involve words. Sure. Sure. Yes. Um, they all do, really. Uh, <laughs> let's, you know what, let's, let's, uh, this will be a good time to do, um, we'll go to panel shows. This sure. be a good time for, uh, for this little, we have a little game that we wanted to play because we know that, um, some of these shows are, uh, of an older vintage than others, and there may be people in the audience who do not know how one or more of these games work. So, in the list of panel shows, I'm going to combine panel and celebrity um, sure. personality games. We have What's My Line, I've Got a Secret to Tell the Truth, Hollywood Squares, Match Game, The Newlywed Game, The Dating Game, and Tattle Tales. Uh, those are some of the, the big ones. I think the big ones to come out of this would be, uh, and correct me if you guys uh, think otherwise, uh, What's My Line, Hollywood Squares, Match Game, Newlywed Game. Those are all. Those are all pretty good. Yeah, I the Newlywed game. I, I like it. Okay, mm-hmm. really, you really you want the mistakes more than anything to find like the outtakes. Sure. When it's played well, it's just like, oh yeah, they seem to like each other. Yeah, this couple is <laughs> this couple's going to be fine. Um, but for those who, and the reason we wanted to do this, um, does does everybody in the room know the game? Uh, what's my line? Okay, that was not everybody. So. We're going to give an example of how the game What's My Line works. Uh, and What's My Line is a, is a fantastic vintage game show that was on for years, and it's very simple. It is a panel. Uh, there's a person that the panel does not know who has an interesting job. The panel's job is to find out by asking yes or no questions. For each no answer, the contestant, uh, the, for each time the contestant gets to say no, they got $5. We are... Not going to give anyone multiples of five dollars. We don't have any money. But we are going to demonstrate how the show works. So is there anyone out here who has a unique job? I saw your hand go up. Would you please come up to the front? Uh, what is your name? My name? Yes. Brendan. Brendan. Give Brendan a big round of applause, everybody. Yes. Brendan, here's a microphone and Thank a chair you. for you. Thank you. Do not tell us what you do for a living, but this will just to give everybody an example of how this show worked. Um, so we are going to ask you questions about Got what it. your job is, and we are going let me just let me just size them up for a second. Yeah. Well, you know what? While we do that, Ken, our producer Ken Plume is here. Yeah. Ken Plume, will you talk to him off microphone, find out what the job is, and then show on your on your the screen of your phone what it is, so the audience knows and we do not, which oh. is a very important component of this game. I'm going to talk. Uh, while he does that. In fact, this will be a good place for us to, in the podcast, take our commercial break. Great. So we'll be back in two and two with our version <laughs> of What's My Line. Wonderful. That'll be great. Judge John Hodgman ruled in my favor. Judge John Hodgman ruled in my friend's favor. Judge John Hodgman ruled in my favor. I'm Judge John Hodgman. You're hearing the voices of real litigants, real people who have submitted disputes to my internet court at the Judge John Hodgman podcast. I hear their cases. I ask them questions. They're good ones. And then I tell them who's right and who's wrong. Thanks to Judge John Hodgman's ruling, my dad has been forced to retire one of the worst dad jokes of all time. Instead of cutting his own hair with a flowbie, my husband has his hair cut professionally. I have to join a community theater group. And my wife has stopped bringing home wild animals. It's the Judge John Hodgman podcast. Find it every Wednesday at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts. Thanks, Judge John Hodgman.
Hey, you, with the headphones. Just between you and me, the MaxFun store just got some of that sweet, sweet new merchant stock. You know, that merch from your favorite MaxFun shows? Could be posters, tote bags, shirts, stickers, patches, aprons. We got it all. Well, we got a lot. Point is, there's some new stuff. Go to MaxFunStore.com. Um, are we ready? Uh, has the audience seen what your what your job is? Or Ken no. is about to do that. We're not looking. The password is boobs. boobs. Can everybody see that? Okay, now nobody say it out loud. All right, nobody out. Yeah. Okay. By the way, we are probably not going to play this game as well as the people that did it hundreds of times. That could be. That could or be. Or we'll be even better because we're not going to fall into their pitfall traps. Brendan. 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 All right, Brendan. Uh, we're ready to begin. Uh, you know what? Let's get a big round of applause like we're going to do What's My Line. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to What's My Line. We're here with Brendan today. We're going to ask you a series of yes or no questions about what your career is. Um, you want to just go down the line doing it? Yeah, let's we'll, we'll go yeah. down the line. Great. Hal, you want to start? Yeah, you start. Sure. Hal. Brendan, does your job involve animals? No. Damn it! Brendan, what is your job? No. Uh, is your does your job involve uh, working with customers? No. Do you work from home? No. Do you work at a computer? No. Do you work at an office? No. Do you primarily work standing up? Yes. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Oh. <laughs> Do you spray paint yourself gold and pretend to be a statue? Great question. No. Damn. I thought that was it. I thought that was it. Um, is, your, is your job uh, physical? Does it involve physical labor primarily? No. Do you... Must be nice. <laughs> yes. Do you spray paint yourself silver? And pretend to be a statue. No. <laughs> why, did Ken, why, did Ken have, Ken why did Ken have to whisper to you for that? Does your job involve performing? No. Why not? <laughs> Sorry. Try it out. It's a pretty sweet yeah, gig. It's Great. really fun. Look at us. We're at work. Yeah. Do you, do you have to wear... Do you have to wear something in particular when you do your job? No. Oh, man. This is uh, a sweet job, whatever it is. No, you don't have to do anything except stand up. Are you a stand-up comedian? No. Okay. Um, no, that, that, was, that was my joke answer. This is my real one. Uh, do you consider yourself uh, an artist primarily? No. Okay. Do you work at a place that is open to the public? Yes. Do I get to keep going? Yes. Woo! Oh, I want more questions that say yet. Yeah. Are you sitting in a chair right now? Yes. Because I'm on a streak. It's <laughs> two in a row. Uh, do you work at a museum? No. Oh. So we know that he stands up in a place that's open to the public. In a place that's open to the public. Um, we know we know a lot of things that it isn't. Do you do you uh, is is this a is this a skilled position? Did you have to learn a lot of things in order to? Yes. Oh, oh. Hmm. is this uh, is this post bachelor's degree level skilled position? Yep. Okay. 
Oh, Keep going, Mark. Smarty you guess. Oh, yeah. It's me again. Super um, do you work in the sciences? No. That's a good line of questioning. Do you work in business? No. <laughs> it's open to the public. Right. Did he say he works with customers? It's open to the public. No, he said he does not work, he does with, not customers. work with customers. But he's in a place that's open to the public, standing mm-hmm. up and doing something skilled. That required a, a post-bachelor's degree. A post-bachelor's a degree. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. Are there museums involved in your... No. Hmm. Man. Ah. Uh, no business, no science, no museums. Are there, letter, or are there uh, letters or initials after your name when you sign your name? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Do you have a PhD? No. Those are letters. You should go back to school. <laughs> no. Doesn't mean he puts no. it there. He could choose not to. Maybe he's a sly PhD. You're right. I asked that question very poorly. <laughs> like Horatio Algers. Oh, you figured out I'm a PhD. Here are my millions. <laughs> I always pretend to be not a PhD. Is, is the place where you work uh, out of doors? Is it outside? No. It's, no, it's in got a, plenty of doors. It's in a building. Yeah. 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 Ah. In a building, standing up, postdoctoral or post-bachelor uh, degree. Allowed to have blue hair. Okay. You can, Ken, if you need to clarify, this this actually is part of the television show. The host of the show, I forgot uh, what his name was, would lean in and say, um, actually, the answer to this is yes, but it is not primarily what this person does. So that, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, was another big mm-hmm. part of the show mm-hmm. that Ken has fallen down on. Now, now, we should say that in the show proper, there are a certain number of incorrect questions before they would finally say, it's done. You've had your chance. Here's well, yeah. I, I think I we have, have like to seventy-five dollars have? by now. Well, well maybe. Oh, yeah, if I've you get a five dollars for every no, you've made thousands. No, you're yeah. very rich right now. I mean, we're only at like dollars. we've only hit like thirty or forty no's. How many do we get? Yeah. yeah. You uh, know what? Maybe we should get a. Should we get a hint? Is that a thing we're allowed to do? I think to hurry this along. Yeah. Well, I mean, just let's do, do, the, let's do let, one more round, right. and then that's it. Okay. Great. So now, now, confer quickly to remind yourselves of the answers that you have. This is open to the public. Open to the public. Open He's the standing public. up. He stands. Yeah. Not, not in the arts or sciences. It's a skilled Advanced position. Degree. Wait a minute. I said, oh, I said, you Wait, not you consider, do you consider yourself your primarily an artist? Mark, do you have a question based on what you just said? <laughs> is your job, do you work in the arts? Yes. No, I said you consider yourself primarily an artist. Do you work in the arts? Yes. Mm-hmm. And you stand up for work. Yes. He stands. He stands. He stands. Are you an usher at a Broadway theater? <laughs> no. But he's not performing. He's not performing. He's not working with customers. No, he's not. But he's in the arts. Does anyone in the audience know what his job is? <laughs> the, yeah, you? they all do. Oh, because... that's right. They had the thing. <laughs> I have the same job. You have the same job. Yeah. Okay, we're going to ask her some questions. Do you too? <laughs> what is your job? Yeah, hold on. Wait a second. I'm going to ask her some questions. <laughs> Do you uh, do you two work together, you colleagues, in this job? Only in spirit. Only in spirit. I'm going to take that as a yes. Is your job spirit animal? <laughs> no. Do you uh, do you work uh, do you work with people when you're at this job? Yes. Yes. Um, do you work with artists of some kind? No. Oh. No. No. You don't work with artists. Why? 
Yeah. What do you have something against Why artists? So All right, now I feel like Brenda. we need our hint. Which is not part of the game show. By the way, uh, what's my line? Is not going to win. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah. show, this game show sucks. <laughs> yeah, how I... is this not come back in podcast form? I don't know what. Yeah, how... weird, right? I spend my day surrounded by hundreds of teens. You spend your day surrounded by hundreds of teens. Are you a teacher? Yes. Are you? Is this? Is, is, are, is, are you a like a art high, teacher? A, is your? Is, do you have a specialty as a teacher, or are you a, a public school teacher? Yes. Do you oh, no, 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 a sentence I mean, now? <laughs> I'm just going to ask all. That was the a long ones. question. Uh, yeah, no, I teach English at an international school, so it's all English language learners and like English literature at the same. Brendan, everybody, thank yeah. you. Well, that went well. Yeah, yeah. So it's not uh, it's not that show that's no, gonna win. That's out. Um, all right, what what else is? I feel like the one that's gonna come out of this category, the victor, is match game. Um, match, uh, yeah, match game. Match out of the, game, panel, the category the panel that we're doing. This is uh, for those who have, of you who have just joined us. Uh, this is a celebrity and panel, celebrity based and panel games. We're looking at. Um, also, why are you starting your podcasts forty five minutes in? Yeah. <laughs> what sort of somebody was trying because somebody thought that our podcast was one of the ones that has like half an hour of uh, pre-roll and then they just zoom through sometimes it does look I, I don't know I don't uh, I yeah I think match game is probably the most interesting in fact it's come back and had and is having mm-hmm. a successful run right now with Alec Baldwin taking over as host right and in essence if you've never heard of it it's a group of drunk celebrities <laughs> filling in the blanks while two people who are very nervous to be there try to figure out what the what their answer is? They're trying to match their answer. So if it's like when I first saw the gentleman holding the ice cream cone at his waist, all I could look at was his blank, and then they play the <laughs> while the celebrities write down their hilarious answers, and then the contestant must must match to them. But it's really like. What are the filthy, terrible jokes? It's very funny. It's right. a very funny yeah. show. Yeah. And that began, uh, not began, but certainly spotlighted Richard Dawson's sleazy, mm-hmm. Richard Dawson, who, uh, I, does it bother anyone else that he got so, like, excited to kiss every woman on the lips on yes. Family Feud? There, he's like the super creepiest dude that even as a child watching it, I was like, "That's not okay behavior." <laughs> yeah, like, who, who, why, or why, how, how, how was he not in court constantly? Well, it was it was terrible. And then, thankfully, the show he hosted, Family Feud, had a series of hosts, and now it's Steve Harvey, who, while he may be uh, a monster backstage, as some have said. Uh, he is a fantastic host for that show. Is he still kissing all the ladies? <laughs> he marries each one of he them. He marries each wow. one of them. And then they, they have a family together, they, they get divorced, and he moves on to the next <laughs> contestant. Um, yeah, and match, I mean, we already mentioned we, we, in our initial question of who was the best game show host, Gene Rayburn was the first name yep. that jumped out. So. Solid host. Solid, solid host. Solid host, funny show. Tiny I think that's gotta, that's gotta win. That's for gotta panels. come out of this round. Alright, so let's look next at, uh, games of chance. 
Now, all of these, of course, uh, as Craig points out, um, the, all of these are hybrids. Some of they are word games that are also games of chance, uh, and, and you know, there's a lot of crossover. But for purposes of this, we are dividing them up. And right now, the two contenders we have: pyramid and uh, we have pyramid. Do we specify which dollar amount? Do we need to? I don't think it matters. Great, all dollar amounts are yeah. fine. For uh, the ten billion dollar pyramid. Versus, uh, versus match game. Match game. Uh, next we've got, um, games of chance, which is wheel of fortune, high rollers, let's make a deal, price is right, uh, and deal or no deal. I, I don't think this is even close. Yeah. I will venture to say that price is right is, it's like 900 different games in one. Yeah. Price is right is a, is the Wagnerian opera of game show. Yeah. Yes. It is, oh, it is, it is, oh, so good in so many ways. And it was the show that I would always watch as a kid when I was sick and like didn't go to school. It was one of those like, if you get, if you get the day off from school, you're like, I get to, I get watch, to watch prices, prices right yes. today. And it lasts an hour. Yeah. It an takes forever. Yeah. I went to a taping of the prices right once in Los Angeles. It was during Bob Barker's last season. That studio is surprisingly small and that studio is surprisingly unchanged for the hundred years that that show has been yeah, on the air. Yeah. Um, well, so I, I, so quickly, what's your, everybody has their own favorite. Uh, Price is Right game that you were always hoping that oh, I hope they do the whatever. What was yours? Yes, yep. yes, hundred yeah. percent. Easily, easily yep. the uh, the the mountain climb. That was game. a very exciting one because it was it was the tension that is built into that game. You're like, be, it is a man climbing to his death. Yeah, you are watching an anime or a, a, a cardboard man mm-hmm. climb too high. Too high. Until he dies. Yeah. If you if you are not a good consumer yeah. of household products, yeah. you're gonna kill you're a, gonna you're kill gonna kill a, man. a Swiss man. That's right. I mean it's and, and you what you bring up there with it being household products is the entire show is a series of commercials That's right. for, for That's all these right. products that yeah. are paid for consideration. I didn't I didn't realize it at the time that it was a series no, of commercials. You don't. I, I and I have a friend, uh, Covey, who was on that show and won his way to the giant wheel playing that the Yodeler. Oh wow. See, he won. He That's won bucket like list. a trip. Bucket yeah. list right there. I, I no no joke, one of my dreams in life is to spin the giant wheel. Yeah. The wheel in price, the Price is Right studio. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care if it's for prizes. I don't care if they you just... want to have the feel of that yeah, wheel under your hands. I want to know what it's like. Yeah. And it always... The, the best people at spinning that wheel were sailors who were on that show. You would think really that, fast. You would think that show was done at a naval base. The number of <laughs> sailors that showed up on, on, on that program. Yeah, it's true. Were, they were great on the wheel. Yeah, great on the Killer wheel. Killer on the wheel. Sailors always great on the Price is Right wheel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, legendary. What was your favorite, what was your favorite Price is Right thing? I liked, I liked where they had to open the safe. That was a fun one. But that was a good one. I think my favorite is, was golf, the one where you have to putt. And, oh, yeah. and based on how many things you guess, that's how close you are. And I love it because Bob Barker was obviously an avid golfer, and that was his chance to putt. To show off his he putting yeah. skills. He's like, so here's what you do. You just go over here and you do the – like, it was not about the game at all. It was about Bob Barker getting in a couple of putts for yeah. practice. A couple of putts from the exact same spot on the exact same green mm-hmm. every time. So <laughs> You're uh, trying to take away from Bob Barker's putting skills? No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I am. Um, here's a little Wait, fun fact yeah. about that show. Uh, the Price is Right originally began in 1956. Uh, a very, very old show, but back then it was basically just 
what they would do at Showcase Showdown. Mm-hmm. It was just them uh, essentially auctioning off these prizes. And if you went over the dollar amount, then, of course, you would bust and you would not be eligible, which is why if someone thinks that everyone has gone over, they will say, of course... One dollar, exactly. Right. Uh, and the show used to be that, and the pilot was so terrible that uh, it had all these technical problems, and I'm guessing lights were falling and things were not going well, that the network said, absolutely not. We're not putting this on television. Uh, at which point, their appeal was, come on, man, TV is brand new, you need shows, and you've given everything else 13 episodes. So they went... All right. And it's still on television now in its wow. uh, current form. Second chance for Price yeah. is Wreck. Yeah. Jonathan, what was your favorite you. game? Oh, my favorite game? I, 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 you know, I really liked the shell game. I don't know if you even remember the shell game. It wasn't on that often. I think the only reason I liked it is because there were giant dice and there were giant shells. I think that's the whole reason I liked it. You just like big toys. I just like big toys. But Price is Right is one of those uh, game shows where the the physicality of it is the thing that you really get into, is the yeah. way the signs flip up and the way the wheel spins and the and the yodeler. It was like there was, there was a team of engineers oh, yeah. <laughs> back there building all that stuff. Frequently a team of engineers literally back there behind the thing. Yeah, making the yodeler levers go and up. switches and, yeah. and making things happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Wow. Uh, I feel bad that Wheel of Fortune got short shrift in this round. You know, I mean, it's a classic. It it's is a classic, absolute but it's classic. It's just not that interesting a show. Yeah. It's... Uh, sorry, Wheel of Fortune. Pat Sajak is a great game show host. Yeah. The wheel is iconic and beautiful, but... It's got to be The Price is Right that I, comes out of that round. I did love the, the earlier, like, 1980s era Wheel of Fortune where you would win your money in a round. Then you'd go shopping. Then you'd go shopping, and you would have no, like, you, all you can use this money on are the things in this room, like them or not. Right. It's like being given a sweater right. with no, like, by somebody who has no idea what you like right. or if you wear sweaters. <laughs> and you're gradually spending your money down until you get to the bottom and you're like, I got 70 bucks. I guess I'll take the, I'll take the macrame owl for $55. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, real quickly, one more uh, Price is Right moment. My favorite Price is Right moment of all time. There is a, and I feel bad saying this because he is a highly decorated military, uh, I believe he was in the Navy, and he had his uh, his dress blues on, and he's up there. Did anybody see this? This is a fantastic, you can find this video on the internet. It's at the end during the showcase showdown, where they have, uh, where you, you get a big uh, showcase of prizes, and you have to wager how much you think it is. And this guy, he stands up there, and he, they give him a living room set, and a new car, and like a, let's say a weekend in Maui. They're always roughly around the same amount, yes. yeah. these things. And he sees this list and he goes, $250,000, Bob. <laughs> a quarter million dollars for a weekend in Fiji. Was it a Tesla? Uh, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then of course they, uh, they, the, the woman gets her, uh, her opportunity, the, his contestant, uh, against him, and she looks out at the crowd and goes, should I do it? One dollar. Yeah. <laughs> and she won the show. Yeah. Um, so That's I, so, tough. Moving on. Thank you for your service. Yeah. Yeah. But boy. But you've been in the military <laughs> so long that you have no idea how you much know anything what costs. costs. That's right. Um, all right. So we're moving now to our final category, and that is quiz shows. Mm. Uh, and the quiz shows that are on the list. Who wants to be a millionaire? Mm-hmm. The Cash Cab. 
Yeah, great show. Sure. Uh, the 1950s, uh, 21, famous in the movie quiz show. And of course, the big gun that was probably going to win this, Jeopardy. Jeopardy. We have some Jeopardy fans in the house. Yeah. Yeah. This is my personal biases coming out. Do not call me between 7 and 7.30. <sighs> Jeopardy. Here's what the, is Here's Jeopardy? the thing about Jeopardy. Yeah. Here's the thing about Jeopardy. I have a couple of issues with Jeopardy. Okay. It's kind of a snooty vibe <laughs> on Jeopardy. Sure. I feel like Jeopardy thinks it's all that. I feel like Jeopardy... <laughs> It knows it's Jeopardy. I know it's a quiz show. I know it's a quiz show. Yeah. But I feel like it's really, I feel like they really pride themselves on having questions that only eggheads are going to get right and having a, having a bunch of weird eggheads on there. Did you hear the gasp from the crowd when you said eggheads? I mean, I'm an egg, I'm an egghead myself. So don't, don't get me wrong. But I, I feel like, and I feel like part of, I know this is going to be an unpopular position. So, you're welcome. I'm handing you a nice controversy for your podcast. Great. Hal <laughs> deals with all of that. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I feel like Alex Trebek is not a great game show host. <laughs> he is good. He has... He He's has, good at reading questions. That's right. What does he do? He reads questions. Have you seen him interact with the contestants? It's terrible. It's awful. He can't um, stand them. The the section He can't stand yeah. them. Well, he's heard the same stories from everyone. Do you think a thousand Pat Sajak times. has not heard the same stories from everyone a thousand times? But Pat Sajak has the grace and the talent and the and the will to go out there and sell that shit. Alex Trebek is so done with that show. He's been done by that show for a long time. He's been doing it for thirty three years. I don't care. All right. Look, <laughs> I'm a big Jeopardy fan, so I'm not personally affronted by this, but I will say that the, the segment where, which is frequently one of the best parts of a game show where the people deal with the, you know, where the, the, the host deals with the contestants mm -hmm. is where I get up and get a snack. <laughs> it's just, it's like, excruciating. I, I have the timing down. I know I'm like, all right, they're going to get like a category and a half done. Then they're going to go to commercial and they're going to talk to the three people. Then they're going to finish the first round. Yeah. So at that, as that first commercial break starts, I know I have like eight minutes to get anything important done that I need to get done. Well, mm -hmm. he says, and we're back. Lisa, I understand one time you drank whole milk. Tell us about it. <laughs> I, and she tells a story about whole milk, and he says, oh, well, that's that's a story that you told. And then right. he moves on to the yeah. next part. While you're burning in hell, let me talk to Stephen. <laughs> I, I, I will back up. Uh, first of all, I'll back both of you up. I love Jeopardy. I love watching it. I feel super smart when I know the answers to I, things. I like watching the questions roll in. I do. Answers. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Answers. That's that the premise, other thing. That premise, nobody. You're not fooling anyone. Uh, yeah, exactly. But there, there is an air about it. That can feel uh, not elitist, but like you have to, you elitist. must be this smart to to enjoy this show mm -hmm. or or be on it. And I I will tell you that there is a quiz show, a quiz night, like a pub quiz in in California, in Los Angeles, near where I live. Did you just boo <laughs> California. Boo. I'm not sure As what he was doing. State quiz shows wow. in California or Los Coming Angeles. Up strong. Uh, this is in in Los Angeles area. There's a pub quiz that is run. And uh, and frequented by Jeopardy champions, 
and it is the hardest quiz night you will ever mm-hmm. go to. Mm-hmm. I won it once with a team in like 2002. <laughs> the last time I went there, I was on a team that included Brad Rutter, who is the all-time Jeopardy money winner. He has won more money than Ken. He was the other guy. Uh, he was one of the two contestants chosen to play against Watson, the IBM computer, and we came in fourth. <laughs> Wow. That's how difficult it is. And there is that sense of like, oh, you also won Jeopardy? Watch this. Because they take turns coming up with the quizzes. So they're trying to come up with the most difficult questions possible. Right. To to answer. That makes the show look simple by comparison. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, listen, I think, I think, I think it's important that we have things that are difficult. I think that it's important that we sure. push ourselves to strive keep and, the bar and high. be yes. the best and keep the bar high. But um, I feel like there's a certain there, – there is an elitist quality to it that I don't, I don't care for. But I, I, I prefer it to Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Yeah. Although that show has my favorite game show moment of all time. Ah, uh, yes. Which was the guy who won the million dollars without using any of his lifelines until the last question and said, I'm going to call my father. And they put his dad and he's like, hi, dad, I don't need your help because I just wanted to let you know I'm about to win a million dollars. The answer is Greatest, one of all time great game <laughs> show awesome. moments. That's it's awesome. Brilliant, um, brilliant. Uh, moment in game shows, but I, I, I still don't. Even despite the criticisms, I don't think anything in this category can beat Jeopardy. I think it's the. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think of the quiz shows, I think it's the best quiz show. Sure. Yeah. yeah, but I would like to give a shout out to Cash Cab. Cash Cab. Yeah. Cash Cab is such a fun. Uh, we're here in New York City right now doing this podcast, and that is a such a distinctly New York show. It's like it's a New York cab driver. Drive. Well, it's actually a stand-up comedian named Ben Bailey, but it playing a New York cab driver. And it is, it's like, all right, I gotta get from this end of the city to this end of the city. And as a huge New Yorkophile, to see that map pop up and like, he's gotta get all around town. He, well, you've got 19 blocks to get as much money as you can. Uh, and like, anytime there is a van cab with a switch that turns on game show lights yeah, inside fantastic. a van cab, <laughs> fantastic. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so I just what, wanted to give it a What else shot. is on that list? Anything else on that list? Um, and then we have the uh, Jeopardy, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, Cash Cab, and then the $64,000 question and 21, the 1950s quiz right. shows. Which he disgraced. Yeah. yeah. Which, as we saw earlier, the 1950s game shows don't seem to work so well right now. By no, the way, right. Brendan, you were great. Speaking of cheating, and this is not technically cheating, but we, we haven't really talked about Press Your Luck. Which, if you remember, was a, how was a did yeah, how game. did we miss? I guess because it didn't fit into any of these categories, but neither does Family Feud. Really, we've, we talked about that. But press your luck if you're not familiar. Is a show where you have a frame around you of screens, and uh, there are dollar amounts and and items, but there are also uh, whammies. And if you have a whammy, you lose all your money. So they press the button that it starts going around. Big money, no whammies. Yes, big money, big money, and then it's if it's the whammy shows up. He sweeps the money away or crop dusts it away. Like, and they, they told us they were animations, but I'm pretty sure they were just gifts. They were like three <laughs> yeah. frames right? yeah. going across but the screen. Somebody studied the show and figured out the pattern of the board and then went on and won yeah. an ungodly amount of money. And they, I think they, there was a lot of controversy around it, but technically it's really not cheating. No. They just figured out the game and the board. They played the meta game. 
Yes, they that's think, right. That's right. This is like the Westworld game this of the is game. the Westworld of game shows. <laughs> um, all right. Are there any other big? We didn't talk about Family Feud. Family Feud is another classic game show. Uh, a great populist game show uh, uh-huh. because it is literally we asked a hundred people. It's not which answer is correct. It's yeah. which answer is the most popular. And we don't know who the hundred people are. Presumably, yeah. they're it's the, the same hundred people every time. Or it's one writer. <laughs> um, but another great game show, but it loses points for uh, the creepiness of Richard, Richard Dawson. Dawson. Yeah. yeah. Can, can we talk about very quickly about remote control? Oh yeah, remote, remote control. control, a classic yeah. MTV, MTV game show. Yeah, yeah, that was that was MTV's. That was game Colin show. Quinn. It was Colin Quinn. Ken Ober was the was the host, who's no longer with us, sadly. Um, and Adam Sandler was on doing characters and bits, but you sat in an easy chair answering questions about television. You buzzed in with a remote control, but when you were eliminated from the game, you got pulled through the wall behind you, presumably to be murdered. Yeah. That was never clear exactly where you went. You did not appear at the end of the game to, like, clap people on. Mm-hmm. You no. just disappeared. Didn't they do that in The Weakest Link as well? Like, she would push a button and you would drop through the floor Mr. Burns style? I think that that, that game was called, like... Russian Roulette? Russian Roulette. Yeah. You dropped through the floor. That was Russian Roulette? Yeah. Man. No, there were right. some mean things that, like, you just lost a video game. Don't add insult to injury. <laughs> By dropping Drop me, me into the a floor. hole. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, this goes down to that Star Wars garbage shoot. <laughs> yeah, weakest uh, link. You're just insulted and told to leave. Right? Yeah, you are the just, weakest link. You're the worst. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're. Bye, dum dum. Bye, dum dum. Get out. <laughs> really, that game. Like she was mean. The show is called The Weakest Link, and it was not about picking the best person at a thing. It was about picking the la- the last loser standing. Right. Which is a terrible, like... That's a good name for a game show. The Last Last Loser Loser Standing. Standing. Um, All right. So it looks like we have... uh, We have our... uh, We have our contestants that are going into the final round. And the way we like to do final rounds on this show is we go down the line and we eliminate them one at a time. Mm. I have to say, at the expense of killing this this round, Mm -hmm. I think we all know the answer. Do you think do you think we all know the answer? I do think we all know the answer. Do you think we all know the answer, Jonathan? I, I feel like I know what my answer is, but I'm not sure about you, everyone's answer. I feel like I know the answer based on the air in the room when we mentioned the show. Yeah, that's I think we all felt it. Did we all feel it? We all felt it. I you know what I think we ought to do then? I think we ought to walk over here to this great big wheel. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if I spin one dollar. Yeah. Then we know the answer. Okay. Go ahead. To this show. <laughs> it's slowing down. It's slowing down. Oh, it got to the green 15. One dollar. Hell, take it away. Oh, my gosh. People of the world. The greatest game show of all time is a collection of smaller game shows. It has it all. You like card sharks? You like high rollers? It's already in there. They put it in like one game. It's the best. Even with Drew Carey, who's doing a very good job. Mm -hmm. And it is now the forever home of that skinny Mike. It did not go to a farm upstate when Bob Barker left. Price is right. It it involves uh, household items, Mm -hmm. uh, so it seems like something everybody feels like they could play. All you you need is to have spent time in a supermarket, and you'd probably be pretty good at it. Mm -hmm. 
So you don't have to worry about the physical stuff until, let me just say this though. Give that wheel a good spin, people. Yeah, yeah. don't you, just, don't just flaccidly. Yeah. It has to go all the way around. Spin it like you mean it. Yeah. Spin it like a Polaroid picture. <laughs> For goodness sakes. If you're ever lucky enough to fulfill my dream by having a chance to head to the showcase showdown on the greatest game show mm-hmm. that ever was, that ever is, and ever will be, the price is right. Come on down. Come on down. Asked and answered. Have your pets spayed or neutered. That's right. Have your pets spayed or neutered. <laughs> Don't forget. Um, Jonathan Colton, what a treat. Thank you so much for, for having me, guys. Joining Thank us you very much. Show. Thank you for being here. This was a lot of fun. Um, where can people find you online or in album form or whatever you want to promote? Please feel free. Mm, JonathanColton.com, at JonathanColton on Twitter, at RealJonathanColton on Instagram, various other places. My latest album is called Solid State. There's a graphic novel written by Matt Fraction. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Joko Cruz is at JokoCruz.com. Coming up in February 2018. Yes. If you've not been on uh, any cruise, go on this one. If you have been on a cruise, go, go on, on this, this one. one. It is the greatest experience you could have over a week of your life. Okay. That's Fully. right. Uh, this topic has been uh, covered, asked, and answered, but there are many more topics. So please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets or check out the Maximum Fun subreddit or. You can email us at wegotthispodcast at gmail.com or you can go to our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash wegotthispodcast. Thank you to Frank Dimitrovich, who is the person who suggested this topic. Thank you also to our producer, Ken Plume, who's sitting right, right here in the room with us. Guest researcher, Craig Shemin, who's also here. Our... our our standard bearer of research, Kate McManus, graphic designer, Uri Kelman, and QA engineer, Jen Alba. And thanks, as always, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman, for our score and theme song, respectively. And thank you to you, our listeners, and in this room we are currently in, our viewers, for coming out to the show tonight, for letting us talk about game shows with you. Uh, we, we love doing the show. We wouldn't have a show without you, and we appreciate all of your, your joy and your anger that comes at us. <laughs> So please keep it coming at Hal. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. this. We got this. Thanks, everybody. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.